0: You gotta be kidding me. You're gonna risk the entire mission for a mental defective dress as a court gesture. This coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat on his head? We don't leave one of our own behind. Hopefully Harley's still alive. No funny business, Arnold. These are dangerous people. Team two is clear to go. Fire up. Three, two. What are you guys doing? What? You, were, we're here to save you. You were gonna save me? It was a really good plan, too. Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it. That's patronizing. I'm so sorry, Harley Quinn. Bloodsport. You know the deal. Successfully complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. You fail to follow my orders in any way, and I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. So this is the famous Suicide Squad. No.
1: Any questions?
0: Hand. Yes, that is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, for fuck's sake. Here's the deal. we fail the mission, you die. If we find out any information you give us is false, you die. If we find out you have personalized license plates, You die. What? No. If you cough without covering your mouth. Harley, although that isn't an open invitation for you to cough without covering your mouth. What's the plan? What the hell am I supposed to know? You're the leader. You're supposed to be decisive. And I've decided that you should eat a big bag of dicks. If this whole beach was completely covered in dicks, and somebody said I'd eat every dick until the beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problemo. Why would someone put penises all over the beach? Who knows why mad men do what they do? This is suicide. Well, that's kind of our thing. Don't you worry, I'm going to get you out of here alive.
1: I'm going to get you out of here alive.
0: Oh my God, we've got a freaking kaiju up in this shit.
1: Uh huh.
0: We love the rain. It's like angels are all over us
1: I like how it was pretty easily decided this morning. Fuck Space Jam 2. Yeah. we're just gonna go ahead and skip that one and cover the suicide the suicide squad.
2: Well, I, I think why that is is because I didn't. I would rather watch Suicide, I mean, Space Jam Two over 1666 again. And I think it's because we watched yeah. three shitty movies in a row, and then there was that shitty movie, and then the Suicide Squad. And I think we've just had enough
1: of covering shitty movies. Yeah, I mean, watching the Suicide Squad was so refreshing, man. <laughs> I was just sitting here just like, yes, thank you, somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. It was a nice in talk. Part, a you know. The part that I knew I loved this movie was when Bloodsport and all them uh, go into that camp and they're killing all those people. And then they see Flag there and they're just like chilling. <laughs> it's like, what, why Why didn't any of my guards alert me? Did you see anyone? And they just go... <laughs> "Well, We didn't see any people. Like, Nobody. that was the part I knew I loved that movie. <laughs> yeah, I love this movie. The <laughs> only part I didn't like was in the middle when Harley it Quinn. started to... Yeah. The president,
2: yeah. That was boring as fuck. And that's literally as soon as my notes started. I like how
1: all I said was, (laughs) I didn't like the part in the middle where you're just like Harley Quinn and the president. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's all all I said was in the middle. It was. But I like how they twisted that, how that part ended. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that shocked me. But that was like as soon as my notes started. I was like, God damn it. Tyler, where are you, bitch? Now you're late. I'm late because I have
1: a kid. Where are you?
0: hmm hmm
1: In the way that I really had no idea that they were going to kill off half the fucking cast within the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah, I know, right? Tasking I kept another. thinking,
2: what? this
1: is going to go back in time, and it's going to be like, oh, we're going to change the outcome or some shit. Nope. Oh, that's from that
2: stupid Marvel movie. Never mind. Sorry, I was listening, but I saw someone post something about a Taskmaster, and I was like, that's not Bloodsport, and then I realized it's some fucking Marvel movie. This uh, just proved that m- what I have a problem with Marvel movie is, and it- this movie proved it. It's, you
1: know, you it's bring up kid-friendly. Out- okay, before you say it, before you say it, you are not a psychopath, right? I know, yeah. Okay, why? now you can <laughs> tell people why. You like the DC one better. <laughs>
2: DC's better because of gore, revenge. They don't let people live that don't bite them in the ass later. Well, Superman does, but that's why I hate Superman. He's boring. And Wonder Woman, which is probably why the Wonder Woman movies weren't that good. But yeah, that's my problem with Marvel. Man, they're too kid friendly. They're like overly kid friendly. To be honest. Sure.
1: Comics are written for kids and not really adults.
2: Doesn't matter, we're adults now. Yeah, but kids are still kids. Fuck,
1: fuck them. Like, nope, fuck they got them. other
2: shit. They got other shit. They, go watch the Fear Street movies. Those are kid-friendly. If my child was like 12 years old, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead, watch Fear Street movies, because not, there's nothing wrong with them.
1: I would say maybe the first one isn't. That's yeah, like I think the... all three of them are too kid-friendly, man.
2: I mean, skip, yep. the, skip all the sex scenes in all three movies, but take that out. It's completely kid-friendly. Those are so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. We still got a sex scene in this movie, and it was the worst part of the movie, too. Was there? Oh, yeah, there was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, like, super, super brief, though. It was just Harley Quinn and the, the the president going at it. and Unnecessary. Didn't need it.
1: That really was the most boring part of the movie. And, you know, what's funny as if you could have, like, you could have shortened that section or taken it out, and the movie still would have been, like, an hour and 45 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole thing, like, uh, I mean, I get they had to show him
2: die just so that you knew that the other guy was, like, in charge. But at the same time, you could have taken that whole character out of the movie. We're good. All they had to do is, yeah, just go kill the general. Okay that yeah. whole part of the movie done we didn't need it now i did it and, and you could have still had harley right? captured and still
1: came yeah, out yeah and her being tortured immediately instead of having the whole mm-hmm. love thing go so great to her being tortured and then escaping on her own like she did do so you, you could really cut out that whole president character yeah makes no sense and to we, have him in so there. this is how they cut out entire characters in movies and people don't know until it did you imagine filming for a movie and then going to see the premiere and being like, where's the fucking character I played? hmm. You just brought up a great point, because if mm-hmm. you completely remove the president character and just say that this general took over, then Harley Quinn gets captured, and goes straight to the torture instead of having this little love fest scene. And then she would have escaped anyway. Oh, I felt like that was building to something but it just didn't. Didn't happen. So I'm here by myself, sitting here, watching. Ah, oh, fucking Toronto got a fucking base hit. And it's stupid because it's like, don't don't let him do that. You know, you're supposed to be baseball players. You're supposed to throw good pictures and then catch the ball and say, No, Mr. Best drummer, you're not going further than that. This part is my part for intro now. Hello, my name, Mitch And... Believe it not, me nerd. Ha, huh? me go nerd. Also, me not good at accent. This is what happens when I'm hyper and left alone. Uh, Nick Brass is shneedle, so welcome
0: to podcast. Today's episode, we will be discussing the movies. Did you the God's preciousness? We likes movie Never movie
2: now tell I'm about to slap you yeah there yeah there what is that from? Um, it's from a viral video that I like very much Uh-oh. yeah, it's not from like yeah. anything I'll send you the video, but it cracks me. It's oh, like my God. favorite viral video. It's just just this dude does a voiceover of a frog eating a bunch of... Um, oh, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, got I know what you mean. Got it Got it there. I mean, I used to play video games all the time with my buddies. That's, uh used to be my go-to. Was, got it there. Every time I killed someone, got it there. People used to get so fucking annoyed. <laughs> Stop saying goddesses. No, because it's fucking hilarious.
1: Why is that always the voice that people go to to describe someone who's annoying to them? Because that's what you sound like when you're like being a little baby to people. But I just think it's funny how there's like kind of a universal language to if you hear someone do that tone, you know, they're describing someone who is annoying or you know what I mean? No, No one's ever like, oh, man, he's such a great guy. He's like, I love you so much. Uh,
2: what in my head And the music in this movie is also amazing Tyler where are you There you are You're right there
0: I was just calling for you
2: Sorry I had to uh, Call the wi the wifi Oh also real quick I know we said uh, disclaimer We were going to do Space Jam 2 uh, Well after doing three shitty movies In a fucking row And then we watched that movie and then we watched The Suicide Squad the day it came out. Um, we just can't do a third a fourth shitty movie in a row. It's just we can't like we I
3: wouldn't say no, I wouldn't say it was <sighs>
2: shitty. It was nostalgic.
1: And it, it it basically was exactly what it was supposed to be. Yes. Guys, I really want some dunkaroos now. Now that I know they exist again.
2: What what why? You ruined a flow. They weren't even, I,
3: I was never really a fan of Dunkaroos. They had artificial what? kind of, like, a taste to them.
1: Mm, I like Dunkaroos. I mean, it's a kid's snack food from the fucking snack aisle. Do you expect nutritional value? No, you expect sweetness and goodness and fake. That made for I'm, a specific
2: you know. audience. It wasn't catered towards adults. Yeah, no, it's we not Made a, kids movie. It's, it's it a not kids, kid's movie. It was a decent kid's movie. Again, I'm not saying you're right. I'm not saying it's a shitty movie because it was an okay movie you know what my biggest complaint was it didn't take place in space it was internet jam server jam yeah they could have called it internet internet jam
3: no
1: internet and then quotes space jam inter jam yeah www.jam.lebron.com yeah uh, yeah that should have been the title of the movie
0: you were, where crazy shit happens every day I mean not just like the oops I pee on the scene. I mean like crazy like freaking bombs going off everywhere psychopaths doing psychopath stuff. Anyway, this movie is kind of you know crazy psychopathic but in the best way The world uh, the world has it in the worst way uh, ladies and gentlemen this week, fuck, I fucked that up. Through all the craziness of the world, the bad kind, you have three best friends to providing you your weekly entertainment. From crazy, but the good kind, not like the real kind. This is the fun kind, the crazy fun that distracts you from the real crazy. Did I? Did I? Did I say the Suicide Squad already? Yeah, I did. I did, right? I hope so. Uh, yeah, you had uh, the sponsors. You, what are you saying to me? I just want to hear the sponsors. Well, I'm trying to do that, but you keep interrupting me. Yeah, just say it. Okay, well, you want to do it together, or you want to do it by ourselves? Okay, let's go together. All right.
3: Your sponsors today are Loner Gaming. Oh, Matt www.facebook.com backslash loner gaming check your store out lonerstore.com use the discount code discount code nerd out one word capital N uh, give our artist follow at the dot with the D on Instagram and that should be easy for you to remember because you have no D so just switch that
2: all right Let's do this. <laughs> you only talking to the women? <laughs> yep. <laughs> are the men with no D? Oh, okay. Hang on. I see where you're going. Okay. Touche.
3: Your hosts today are myself, Lil Mint, a.k.a. Tyler.
1: I'm Mitch, and I'm, uh, I'm a nerd. Look at me, right in my lazy eye.
3: I am a nerd
2: and i'm mike and i can't ignore the cheese
0: oh, god, oh my god, god what, is that? what was that is that cheese have you eaten cheese how much cheese have you eaten
2: today how much cheese is too much cheese any amount of cheese is too much cheese had a lot of cheese i had a block oh, of cheese oh, okay, okay let's get started boys boiler alert. boiler
0: Alert!
2: Oh, Alert! Synopsis. Synopsis.
3: Can I go? So, at the beginning of the movie, you got this badass dude who's like in his prison cell outside. You got the dude in the prison suit, long blonde hair. He's like bouncing a ball, and he kills this poor little innocent bird with the ball for no reason. Uh, Waller walks in, and she—he's like, "I got ten minutes." She's like, "No, you don't, bitch. You're coming with us." <laughs> Uh, They put the bomb in his neck. You know how Suicide Squad do. They put the bomb in the neck. That way she can kill you from anywhere in the world. Uh, He goes and meets the rest of the team. You got like Boomerang guy, Javelin, some ugly-ass orange alien lady. Yeah, you just
0: meet the squad. Captain Boomerang. Blackguard. Mongal. Mongal. Javelin, TDK, Weasel, and of course... Hey guys, sorry I'm late. I
1: had to go number two.
3: Oh, and Weasel. You can't forget about Weasel. Yeah,
1: yeah!
3: yeah so then you obviously you have to have the shot of them walking in front of the American flag. Like, yeah, this, this is fucking badass. So they're on a plane... Uh the, the, the suicide squad is on a plane getting ready to go to the missing miss missy me mission and obviously there's some beef and uh black guards all yo is this a dog? Like, no, it's a weasel.
0: He's like, You got me sitting next to a a wolf.
3: It's like no, oh, it's a fucking weasel, that whole thing. Uh obviously Harley's all flirting with Javelin, like, oh my god, I love your accent, baby. That's what she does. Anyway, so they jump out of the plane um, to go to their little battle battle stations. Weasel can't swim. Uh, obviously, Waller didn't even check to see if he could fucking swim.
1: He's a fucking weasel. Do weasels swim in real life? No, I don't. I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't think they would. I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> did no one All check right. to see if Weasel could Stop. swim? <laughs>
3: Somebody uh, go ahead and Google that while I go on. Feel free to cut me off when you find out the answer. The dude with the bouncy ball at the beginning pulled Weasel out of the water, but Weasel's dead. So Weasel's down. Amanda Waller's like, ah, fuck. Amanda, I why are you get, Amanda, why are you getting pissed anyway? You don't care if any of these people live. None okay. of them. And you're going to get mad about the weakest one, a Weasel? Uh,
2: and they are skilled climbers, swimmers, and runners. Um, so this Weasel just sucks. Blackguard
3: sold him out, and he's like, Yo, I'm the one who called you. There's like a shit ton of people, flashlights all on him. Boom, he gets his fucking face shot off. God damn. At that moment, that's when you're like, okay, the deaths in this movie might just might just hit. I don't know. I would say a hundred plus people just shooting at them all. Um, flares all motherfuckers sold us out. Um And Waller's like, y'all gotta stay. This mission is too important. And Harley gets up, and she just, like, fucking blows one. Blows one. (laughs) She shoots, like, a rocket launcher and blows a bunch of them up. Big beach scene. All right. They're all fighting and shit. And uh, TDK. (laughs) What is it? The detachable man or something
2: yeah the detachable kid kid. (laughs) he like his arms
3: come off and he just like starts slapping them (laughs) like
0: (laughs) like what the fuck kind of power is that
3: yeah and then the the orange alien lady like brings down the helicopter um but she also kills
1: sorry But when he was slapping him, it was like the most pathetic slaps ever. Yeah, they weren't it even was, like hard dude. slaps. Right? Like, The soldiers were like, fuck
2: off What's with you. <laughs> what, what do we like, do? We just push him away?
1: Right? Like... And he's like, sitting
3: there with no
2: arms, like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not going to lie. At this point of the movie, I was like,
2: what the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> like, I, I knew they were all going to die, or I thought most of them were going to die but I was still wondering how long it was going to take.
1: <laughs> Dude, I wasn't expecting that shit at all. I was like, this is going to be an awesome, like, star-studded cast the whole time. It's going to be great. And then I text Tyler, like, immediately. I'm like, don't even fucking tell me they already killed Weasel. Like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> so And didn't so, see uh, King Shark, I knew. He uh,
3: starts running away, screaming. And Waller's like, turn the fuck around! He's like, nah, fuck this shit. She blows his brain. He's dead. Boop. They use his blood to write Warner bro pictures presents and his body's Like at the bottom. That was dope. Yeah. So this is where you find out that that team one was just a distraction. And team two is there coming out of the water. And they don't even know that the first team was there as a distraction. They start walking and he's like, bam, and he's like, Oh, we got a disturbance in the force. He's like, oh, that. She's like, that's a distraction. He's like, oh, cool, 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 cool beans, cool beans, cool beans, cool beans,
0: cool beans, cool beans, beans. cool, cool beans. beans, cool 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 beans, beans, cool 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 beans, cool
2: Cool
3: it jumps to uh, old man in prison and by old man i mean the one and only idris elba he's clean in prison he's in prison
0: i hear the train coming it's rolling around the bed and i ain't
3: seen the sunshine since i don't know where and he's in prison because he shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet.
2: Yeah, I wasn't cool with Boomerang being killed off right away, though. I did not see that
1: coming. I was, I was, I was okay with it at that point, I like him. accepting that everyone on that beach was gonna die.
3: I, yeah. I mean, I was excited to see his skills a little more. Yeah, because like when you see that Boomerang chop that dude, and you see just like his brain in his face, mm-hmm. like, like that'd be kind of cool to see. But then again, Boomerangs can only be so helpful. Whereas you have two people on your main team where anything in their hand is a deadly weapon.
2: That's yeah. true.
3: Including boomerangs. Boomerang can only throw boomerangs. They can, can he kill somebody with a pencil like John Wick?
2: No, but Bloodsport can.
3: Prison boy. And by prison boy, I mean the Idris Elba. Uh, cleaning. And then Waller shows up and she's like, this is Bloodsport. And she's like, join my team. And he's like, fuck off. And she's like, join my team. He's like, fuck off. And she's like, you have a visitor. It's his daughter. His daughter is uh, currently facing charges for stealing a watch that you can watch TV on. Bloodsport is not happy about that. And he's like, no, I'm not pissed off that you got caught. I'm pissed off that you got caught stealing something so fucking stupid. And she's like, you're an embarrassment as a father. And then she go back to Waller, and Waller's like, listen, if you don't work for me, you little girl is going to prison. And this prison has the highest mortality rate in all of America. And he, like, takes a pencil, and he's like, nah, fuck you. But he can't do shit, so, yeah, he joins the team. Uh, he goes and meets the rest of the team. Uh, the first one is Christopher Smith, and she says, anything in his hands is a deadly weapon. And he's like, is this a fucking joke? Like, he does exactly what I do. He does exactly what I do. (laughs) And then uh, Christopher Smith is all, yeah, but I'm better. And he's like, no. And then Christopher's like, I use smaller bullets. It goes right in the middle of your bullet without ever touching the outside. So then they go and meet uh, King Shark, Nemwa. Na Nanawe. Nanawe or something like that. Nanaway. But I'm just gonna call him King Shark because
2: that's in who the comics book he's is. called King Shark, yeah.
3: He's reading a book upside down. He's really stupid. He's like so smart. Me enjoy books so much. No, you don't bitch. You're a fucking shark. Uh so then they go meet the rat catcher and they thought it was gonna be a man, but they were like, He dead, so we got the daughter. And then they meet a polka dot man and uh, Christopher Smith. Is
0: What does he do, throw polka dots at people?
3: He does. He throws polka dots at people. They're getting debriefed, uh, basically run down. Um, the Hare family a week ago uh, did some shit, and General Silvio Luna um, was his right-hand man, and beef is going down, and somebody else has control that she doesn't want to have control, and it's a violent military coup. Uh, Project Starfish is is in Jotunheim and she's like our intelligence say that Starfish is of extraterrestrial origin and in the hands of the wrong people like it could we're, we're all going to die. Your mission is to go in there and blow that bitch. Through the sky. Uh, this is where Christopher Smith, what is his superhero name again?
2: liberty man or some shit like that <laughs> who john cena's yeah peacemaker
3: that's right peacemaker is all like so starfish is slang term for butthole is it related in any way <laughs> <laughs> <It>
2: was... <laughs> king shark and
1: <laughs> so uh it was bird
3: so this is where waller introduces the thinker he's in charge of project starfish and apparently the only one who can control it so now we're back to before three days later aka the now they are walking through the woods and this is where fucking peacemaker's like if this beach was full of dicks and somebody said i had to eat for a every single one for liberty i would <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the best line in the whole movie. <laughs> I need a beach full of dicks.
3: Yeah, so now we're back at uh, Suicide Squad Team 1, aka The Distraction. Javelin is dying. He's like, You need to carry my javelin. You need you need you need to carry it to And then he dies and she's
0: like, carry it to where? To who? For what?
3: What do I know? But she gets captured. And Flair gets captured. Now we're back at the real suicide squad. They're sleeping. And um polka dot man is looking fucking ugly with his interdimensional fucking virus. He's gotta go fix himself. You don't know that yet though. So I'm gonna redo that. Polka dot man is all uh, ugly, and he goes behind the bush and you see a bunch of colors. And then he comes back and looks normal.
2: He <laughs> looked like a <laughs> colorful leopard. <laughs> You don't know that yet, so let me back up. <laughs> I was thinking it was
3: like rainbow mumps. So then King Shark is literally about to eat the rat catcher, uh, and he's pissed off, so Idris shoots him, boom, shoots him again, boom, 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 boom. Keeps shooting him, basically, until uh, King Shark is like, okay, I've had enough. They have a whole conversation, like, you wouldn't eat your friends. And they're like, yeah, of course he fucking would. Uh, rat catcher pulls out a bunch of fucking rats, and by pulls out, I mean fucking uses their little power all the rats in the woods come this is where you find out that uh, bloodsport hates rats he has a thing for rats <coughs> has a thing with rats not a thing for rats let me let me go ahead and uh correct that It'd be kind of weird having a thing for rats anyway rat catcher is all i'm your friend now and you don't eat friends It's basically how that ends but in the middle of all of this stuff uh Bloodsport looks at Peacemaker and goes, whitey tidies, really? And Peacemaker's like, no, that's just racist. <laughs> Waller comes in on the comms, and she's like, I got another mission for you guys before you go take out Jotunheim. You need to get Ric Flair. Not Ric Flair. <laughs> Commander Flair. <laughs> and he's been captured. Kill anybody you see. Isn't it Flag? Do you say Flag or Flair? No, you're right. It is Flag.
2: Yeah, Flag. Okay.
3: Hey, Mike. I'm gonna say flag just in case I said flare any of the times before. Just
2: so <laughs> <you>. <laughs> be honest. You you mess up on the name so much. I've just started leaving You mess up
0: on the name so much.
2: In in 1666, it took Mike, you I half, so much half your half you your are. time to realize you were saying the wrong name. You oh, not Ziggy. I meant De- 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 Deanna. What the fuck her name was? I fuck
3: about that movie, dude. It was so hard to keep their names back.
2: <laughs> Dina, that's
3: I it. I would have rather been a slave in 1666 <laughs> and watch that movie again. <laughs> Put me in the Great London Fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, They get there, and this is where, like, the cool deaths happen. This is where Bloodsport and Peacemaker are, like, trying to see who's the better killer. Uh, there's a lot of cool deaths in this scene. I'm not going to talk about them all. Just watch them. There's some cool banter in there. I don't want to ruin any of it. It's hilarious. One of the best scenes in the movie. They kill everyone. And then they get to where Flag is and come to find out that they weren't supposed to kill any of them. And they were all actually helping Flag.
2: How did my guys not alert you? Oh, we didn't see anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't see them.
0: No,
3: dumb, just dumb.
2: Fast forward through all of these
3: dope-ass deaths. So now we're at the thinker and in Jonemheim with Project Starfish. Uh, there's some guy in there. Uh, apparently, the prince of wherever. You the mean the
2: character that. that could have been written out of the movie, and it would have never made a difference? Yeah, the, the, one that, the one what? that was the one that
3: was literally added for a sex scene.
2: Yep. <laughs> we were talking about it earlier on before you got on. You literally. could take out his whole part, and Harley yeah, like, still I, would fight I, her way out. Like,
3: we kind of need some more viewers, so what about a Harley sex scene, huh? I Give it to your mate. That's our probably blood for it. It didn't have to be with that guy. Yeah, anyway, so sex scene guy uh, makes a deal with a thinker and is all, welcome to the team. <laughs> We're going to be very powerful, you and I. <laughs> um. So we have Harley Quinn, and she's in a hole tied up, and they throw a dress to her, and they're like, put this on, and she's in a car, and... She's got like makeup artists working on her makeup and she sees herself, she's like, Oh, I'm a fucking princess. And she goes and meets this uh sex scene guy. That's the only thing he's worthy of being called for me. He meets and there's connection and this is basically where you take off.
1: He goes he's <laughs> like, Oh and it just dawned on me how often all of us do that when we like <laughs> and this guy's like, don't do that. <laughs> all do that
2: all the time started with the only boring part in the movie as mac and i brought up earlier this whole scene didn't need to be in the movie it didn't um
3: i mean i i kind of get it for like the shock factor because you really didn't
2: oh it was shocking yeah but i mean come on yeah you could have cut the whole thing out anyways harley yeah the president of whatever country i don't know what country they're in or the city they're named after i don't know that's it and he's uh, he's talking to Harley about hey the people need me to marry some chick and you're pretty hot and you 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 show us that you know you're anti-American and she's like oh shit and and then they fuck and uh, it's a boring ass sex scene that didn't need to be in the movie. He starts talking to her about how he's gonna be like some dictator and then bam she shoots him. He turns around and bam shot. Like damn, holy shit. And I'm pretty sure that was the guy that. Lawler did not want killed like she wanted him alive or something shit like that anyways now he's dead Who cares right now he's dead that whole bullshit we don't have to deal with anymore she looks at this toy this this replica gunner and she's like why was this thing even loaded and uh now she's arrested you know again what, i can't believe this thing had a bullet in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> arrested again and now uh, General Suarez takes over, or, yeah, Suarez, and, and he's, like, the crazy guy who wants to set the starfish on America. And he's, like, not worried about people taking him seriously. And he's like, fuck it, they're going to fear me. We find out um, why Polka Dot Man turns into, like, a glow-in-the-dark leper. And it's because he has an inter interdimensional virus from his mom who worked at Star Labs. And, um, he had brothers and sisters and they're like, what happened to them? And he's like, well, they died and some fought it and then they died. And he's like, if I don't expel this stuff twice a day, I am eaten alive from the inside out. And, um, he said, something got brought up and they're like, well, where's your mother? And he goes... Everywhere <laughs> it cuts back to the whole cast, and it's all this fucking fat white woman and King Shark's like chasing a butterfly, so it's like half shark, half his mom. It's funny. Uh The team then hides and disguises themselves in this bus, and uh, there's more bloodbath where they take out these guards because the chicks, the chicks buddy is the one that is bringing them to where they need to go inside the city. And King Shark looks at every goes, I wear disguise. I wear mustache. And he's walking around with his finger on his face, (laughs) not a mustache. And then during the bus ride to the city, we find out that Rat Catcher 2's life um, and Taika, like we find out her life and that Taika is her dad. It's Rat Catcher. And that's really the only important part of that whole entire scene. There's there's no importance other than Taika made a cameo. Anyways, yeah, so Ratcatcher 2 seems too nice to be on the squad, and then we find out she is too nice to be on the squad. She shouldn't even be locked up there. She's only locked up there because she tried to rob a bank when she moved to America to get some money to survive. And they assumed that because she was using the rats that she's a villain, so they throw her in the prison. And then we find out Bloodsport's... Uh, hatred for rats, and that's because his dad threw him in a trunk full of rats for 24 hours. Now they're at the uh, club that uh, the Thinker was his name. He's not at the club yet, and they know he's gonna show up there, so they loosen up by getting drinks. Peacemaker's like, yeah, get us some drinks, and it's like, you gotta learn to loosen up there, Bloodsport. Uh, the Thinker finally makes it, and uh, they catch him, and you know Bloodsport's like, hey, I got a gun, so get moving. The army gets there and. Uh, that's because General Suarez says he wants all the Americans captured. So now they're in the club and Bloodsport's like, shit. So he gives the gun to Polka Dot Man and tells Rat Catcher 2 to, to uh, you know, go to the van and they'll catch up. So Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and Flag all get caught by the cops and they're like, yeah, it's, or the Army. And they're like, yeah, we're the Americans. And um, they're in a Humvee and... Uh, I don't know where they're on their way to, but they're on their way to get executed, and they find out that Harley's still alive, and then they kill everybody in the Humvee, and uh, the van picks them up, and now everybody's back in the van. Now they're on their way to um, get Harley, and now we have Harley swinging from her hands, singing, uh, being tortured by uh general swears and some torture guy and he's like how many soldiers came with you on the beach and she goes 69 and he goes what 69 how did you even get that and the torture guy goes no 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 she's fucking with you and they torture her until she knocks out unconscious uh, the general leaves and the torture guy's like texting i guess his girlfriend a bunch of emojis and shit and harley faked it
3: you know how many times i
2: fake on the streets you have to fake the guys that don't fake. They're the ones that get it the worst. And she's like, opens her eyes and, and oh, oh, such a badass scene. Oh, such a badass fucking scene. She starts murking bitches. And um, meanwhile, the team's making a plan to save her. And she's saving herself. And this is how you write a badass female character. Uh, take note, Patty Jenkins, because Wonder Woman 84 failed on that. And And she is just... Oh, dude, she's just going to fucking town. And this is why people love Harley Quinn. Not only is she relatable to many people, uh, she gets the spear back, which comes back into play later during Max section. And she starts shredding bitches with the spear. And she's shredding bitches with, like, some 9 millimeters, some M16s. I mean, it's fucking awesome. She gets out the building and then spots the team. And she's like, oh, well, let me catch up. And so, as blood sports climb in the wall, Peacemaker's got the only survivor in the building left in his sights. King Shark standing there in the middle of nowhere, just with a radio going, bird. And um, <laughs> Ratatouille, which is what Flagg calls the rat, uh, is just looking through the building saying, everything's clear. And she comes around the corner <laughs> and she's like, three, two. What are you guys doing? Well, I, you, we're, we're here to save you.
1: You were going
0: to save me?
2: It was a really good plan, too.
0: Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it.
2: That's patronizing. Uh, now they start making a plan with the thinker up on a roof. And fucking Flag's like, all right, who ate all the chimichungas? <laughs> That's just how this scene starts. And it's it's uh, Mikolai or whatever his name is. Even I forgot his name. And the fucking characters after he dies forgot his name, but uh, the bus driver—he's handing out a bunch of food. It's a funny scene. Milton—that's it. <laughs> Who the fuck was Milton? I don't know. So they're making. I think this. I would remember if I met someone named Milton. <laughs> <laughs> so now they—they're they're, they're like uh, thinker. If if you lie to us, you die. Um, and Bloodsport's like if if you trap us, you die. And Harley Quinn. G- She's like, well, if you breathe you die or or if you mix the blacks with the colors you die or some shit like she's that. She's
1: like if you if you have a custom license plate you die. That's it. That's, that's, it. that's, no, that's Harley, it. No Harley. You no. mix black and grays, you die. <laughs>
2: that's it. And then they're just they're talking about it and she's walking behind him. I'm walking behind you. And um because I'm walking back and forth. <laughs> that's it. So now they're prepping the team and uh he's driving the the van full of all of the antiheroes in and um, we get another movie where the pixies are playing and it's, it's 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 a rain cool guy montage
0: hey must be a devil between us or oh, whores in my head whores at the door whore in my bed but
2: hey we have rick Flag. Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Polka Dot Man, Peacemaker, Ratcatcher 2, King Shark, the Thinker, and Milton, the bus driver. And they're all walking in a cool uh, Deadpool 2 scene, kind of a cool guy way. You know, we're in Deadpool 2. they, They got, like, this random nobody, normal guy jumping out of the plane. And they start killing the guards and, like, murking more bitches. And then King Shark kills the last dude, and he rips him in fucking half. It was awesome! And Peacemaker was just hacking bitches, and that was also fucking awesome. Blood going everywhere, body parts getting shot. Oh, loved it. Loved it. Finally, a hero movie where I get to see gore. You don't really get to see that very often.
3: The Boys.
2: I said very often.
3: You still see also it. Also, the one on Netflix. Umbrella Academy.
2: Oh, well. You don't get to see the big Also, the one on Hulu. Ones. Legion. Yeah, that was not really gore in Legion. No, I don't remember any gore. You know, So the, the army makes their way to the building, and the Suicide Squad locks themselves in. The team starts to split up. Half are going to set bombs. The other half are going downstairs to get that disc tape. And President Suarez uh, sends the entire military now to J- Jotunheim. And then we find out that the starfish is killing people. I forget the name of it, but killing people, basically. But... It's doing what Alien does, and it puts a sucker on your face, but instead of giving birth to an alien, you just got a sucking starfish on your face. And the people are dead, but it's using its body as minions. It reminded me of the movie Life with Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds. I don't know if you guys ever saw that movie, but that's what it reminded me of. And then we find out that Waller is once again a cunt, and she really is, in, the, in Suicide Squad and now in the Suicide Squad and in the comics. She's always been a bitch. I've hated that character and she does such a great job. Mac, what's her what's her name? You you know her name. You don't know her name?
1: Uh well, the chick that played Waller no, in the last I, suicide I squad. I forgot it. I remember it. Like I cuz I remember it from that one and I'm literally trying to remember while watching this one. What the fuck her name is?
2: Mm. Anyway, she does a fantastic job. And we find out more about the Starfish and that the US government sent them there so that they can erase the proof that they were working with them and uh, Rick Flag's like, yeah, I'm taking this, and I'm going to give it to the press, and then, bam, Peacemaker comes down, and he's like, no, 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 ain't happening. Ain't happening, points a gun at Flag, and then the building explodes, and then this is where Mac takes off.
1: And everyone's like, oh, shit, a bomb just went off. Uh, Thinker's on the ground. He's all fucked up. He turns around, and he sees the glass that was holding Starfish, whatever its name was. That's all shattered, and he's like, oh, fuck, shit. Things start to come up, and they take him down because... You know, that, that starfish wants to kill him. Rat catcher starts to run away with uh her little rat. I forget the rat's name. She's looking for a way out, and it's like everything's caving in around her. She doesn't know where the fuck to go. And she sees one of the tentacles come up from uh the starfish and start coming right at her. And her little mousy friend is like, Bitch, follow me! I found this fucking Oh <laughs> I found this fucking way. <laughs> Inspiring a little vest that's so adorable. So she starts to crawl underneath. And we cut to uh, the thinker being held by the big starfish thing in front of its eye. And he's like, I'm sorry, I know I did wrong, I can do better, I'll change. Rips off one of his arms and legs and then just splatters him on the fucking window. And that wakes up Peacemaker, who is all dazed and confused.
0: It'd be a lot cooler if you did.
1: <laughs> and he, he realizes that Flag is right behind him, he's already up and he's like, pulling out some fucking steel that was in his gut, like, about an inch, so not lethal. They both go after the uh, the hard drive, and there's this really cool shot. Uh, it's rotating around Peacemaker's helmet following the fight. It's really, really fucking cool. To watch the movie. Anyway, they continue to fight. It's a few minutes long. Eventually, it seems like Rick Flagg has got the better of him. He's got some rebar, and he's, like, choking Peacemaker. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. This has got to get released, blah, blah, blah. And then while this is happening, Peacemaker ends up grabbing like a piece of tile that's on the ground and he stabs Rick Flag in the heart. And Rick feels this. And Rick says, What is his final words? He says, uh Peacemaker. What a joke. He says some shit that you can tell it fucks with Peacemaker's head. You can tell Total shock. Because I thought they were just
2: going to, like, tough it out and then go, all right, bro, we're good. You on our side again, Peacemaker? Yeah. And then he kills so, Flag and shocked.
1: Rick Flag is now dead. And he looks up and he sees that rat catcher, saw the whole fucking thing, and is like, bro, what in the fine fuck was that all about? She starts to run, he starts to chase her, and... She grabs her little wand thingy. The hard drive drops because Peacemaker grabs it out of her hand. He's got a gun on her. It cuts to a wide shot. It looks like he's about to fucking kill her. And she says something about... She says something to him that he kind of thinks for a second. He's like, no, I'm sorry, I have to kill you. I have to... Oh, that's what she said. She says, you could just take the hard drive, destroy it. You don't have to kill me. He's like, no, I don't leave any loose ends. And then it cuts to eight minutes earlier. We are with... Bloodsport, Harley Quinn, uh, Polka Dot Man, the rest of them. And they're seeing the army arrive outside. They're still setting bombs. And King Shark is kind of dazed. And he it wanders upstairs away from Milton, Harley, Bloodsport, and Polka Dot Man. And he finds this room with, like, this really cool, almost 360-degree fish tank in it. And he's like, whoa. He sees these weird fish creatures in it, and they start to you know, come over to the glass and they start mimicking his shape. And he starts having, he starts having fun with it. And then he starts running around and we cut back to uh Milton, his plastic bag breaks with all the bombs in it. He gets shot up. Bl- uh polka dot man at this point uses his polka dots and we get to see it really for the first time up close, how it just fucking melts these people. He's all really upset that Milton is dead. He's like weirdly upset, but this scene is hilarious. Because he says that Milton is dead and Harley and Bloodsport are both like,
0: Has anyone got eyes or ears on anymore? They killed Milton! Milton was still with us? Where did you think he was? I don't know. I thought he stayed back with the bus. What was Milton gonna do? He was helping us! Who's Milton? What? I don't remember any Milton. Fuck!
1: Uh, Polka Dot Man is like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, he was a fucking good guy. But we also learned that polka dot man i believe is gay because he says that he liked milton from the moment he met him i don't know if i'm just reading too much into that but that's how i read it they get up and as they're sitting there over milton some army guys come in and start shooting and polka dot man shoots some polka dots and harley's like no because it goes in a slow-mo and we know why because the polka dots going right towards the bombs that fell on the floor Hits them, boom, it explodes. Everyone's getting fucking blown up. That's what the explosion was. We cut to King Shark, who's like, "Oh, what the? And then the tank gets blown open. Bloodsport sees a hole in the floor. Water's coming out. It hits all of them. They all grab onto something to stop them from going out of the edge of this fucking building. Because a huge hole gets blown out the side of it. King Shark sees all these things around him now. He's like, oh, my friends are with me. Just kidding, they're not your fucking friends. They got sharp-ass teeth, and they start attacking him. And he's like, oh! And I for real thought that he was about to die here. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You see all this blood in the water? He's getting bit like a motherfucker by these things. Harley swims over to him. This is when the side gets blown out. Another bomb blows up down at the bottom, blows them all back. This is when, yeah, a Humvee kills a bunch of dudes. Um, The building starts to Leaning Tower of Pizza. That's when all the water starts to go down. polka man and harley are able to grab onto something but bloodsport and king shark don't bloodsport grabs onto something at the last second like he's hanging pretty far down king shark just falls to the fucking ground and thud and you're like okay yeah now he's dead for real he's not he's not dead the army surrounds him and they start shooting him it's just bouncing off his skin nothing is really happening they look up the army looks up because they hear some yelling bloodsport is like help, help, and they start shooting up at him. Harley helps him in, I believe. Yeah, Harley helps him back up. Uh, the army on the ground then turns their attention back to King Shark, who is getting up, and he is fucking pissed off. And he goes and just rips the head off of some dude. It's like the the second-in-command guys of the general. His head. And he has it in his mouth, and you see the guy's eyes still moving. The Leaning Tower of Pizza is now sliding off of the top. And this is A part of the movie I really, really had a problem with. After King Shark is chewing on the head, this ground is soaking wet, and the three of them just somehow miraculously have perfect grip to run up the floor as things are sliding down on this soaking wet floor. No problem running up it at this angle. Superhero gear. Yeah, Harley. Yeah, Harley's wearing boots that she found. There's
3: a freaking human shark thing in this movie. You can't look into shit like that. I didn't even think about
1: it because I was so grossed into Unbelievable it. things in movies because of the believable aspects. Anyway.
2: Yeah. Ma- Mac's fair. That's uh, fair because Mac pointed out unbelievable probably, stuff in the other movie.
1: Polka Dot Man got to the side, but Bloodsport did not. King Shark gets hit by some shit. The general guy gets on his Humvee and he just makes it out of there. And for some reason and for at perfect timing, the guy driving the Humvee just stops as the thing collapsed. And I was like, why wouldn't you keep driving? So Harley and Man are safe. We see Bloodsport hanging there. And his little Batman device. His his little... I forget what they call this. Whatever it is. It's failing. It's coming out of the thing. He falls like 100 feet. Easy. And lands on his feet. And he's like, sweet. And I love this fucking part. The floor falls through. And he rides it down to the next floor. And so on. And so on. And so on. And so on. And he just keeps going down through all these fucking... And again, and and again. (laughs) They're going through all of them. Now we cut back to Peacemaker about to shoot Ratcatcher, but then, boom, Bloodsport lands, and he sees, holy shit, what the fuck are you doing, Peacemaker? Why you got a gun on my girl? And Peacemaker's like, ah, shit, this wasn't supposed to go this way. This is the one dude I'm afraid of. Callback from Tyler's section here. Bloodsport, Peacemaker shoot at each other. It goes into slow-mo. It's following their bullets. We see Peacemaker's bullet. Is larger than Bloodsport's bullet. Bloodsport's bullet goes straight through the center of Peacemaker's bullet, destroying his bullet, and then shoots Peacemaker through the neck, and he's like, ah, fuck. And then he even says, like, how'd you do that when Bloodsport goes over he's like, smaller bullets. Ratcatcher gets up and explains that Peacemaker killed Rick Flagg because all this evidence that the Americans were completely behind Project Starfish is on this hard drive, and Flagg wanted to bring it to the press. So Bloodsport takes it and puts it in his little arm thingy. And then this is when, yeah, the army outside sees, this is the big giant fucking starfish thing comes out of the building. The Suicide Squad gets out of there as the entire thing comes out. And we cut to this wide shot, like, really far away of this couple watching. And you just see the subtitle of What in the Actual Fuck, which I fucking love because that was so realistic. You know someone far away is like, the fuck is that shit so anyway this big ass starfish comes up the army's there but it releases a lot of those little starfish it takes over the army uh the suicide squad is safe because they cover their faces yeah it gets everybody it gets the general too uh we see the country's leadership in panic mode but then the people of corto maltese come in and take charge of the government and kill everyone in there so let's resolve that story Nicely, I think the people got their government back. The soldiers start getting up and the starfish is like, this is my place. Leave me alone. And he starts going to the city and destroying shit. And that's at this time that all the jammers are lifted from the country. And Amanda Waller and her team can see what's going on. And they're like, there's a fucking kaiju. Oh, yeah. This is where Waller tells him that your mission is over. You have the hard drive. Get back here. Um, Those people are no longer your problem. Waller's own team are like what the fuck she's gone off the deep end the team starts to walk away and then yeah Bloodsport turns around he's like ah fuck and he starts walking back they all start walking back Waller starts screaming fucking stop like this is your last fucking warning she's about to blow them all the smithereens and one of her team hits her in the back of the head with golf club knocks her ass out and takes over. And then her team starts assisting the Suicide Squad in their mission to fight and take down this starfish. Um, they get into the city. They start shooting at it. Doesn't really do anything. He looks over at King Shark and he's like, King Shark, nom nom. So King Shark's like, nom nom. Runs over. Starts chewing on it. And the starfish is like, ow, don't do not do that to me, please. Bloodsport's like, yo, uh, Pokemon Man, it's your mom. And we see his big ass, his mom, like a straight up Karen. Just smashing the building, and he shoots uh his polka dots at her, hitting her in the leg, and in, she screams. And then it cuts to monster screams. And Polka Dot Man's like, I'm a fucking superhero, and then smack, he's dead. The starfish killed him. Right after that, the starfish grabs uh, King Shark, throws him off her or it. I'm assuming it's a her because it's giving birth to things. Harley Quinn was on the roof about to do some shit of the building. Shit looks like it's about to get really bad. Ratcatcher goes up on this car. Those are little magic wand thingy. And Bloodsport saves her at the last fucking second from getting smashed by Starfish. Oh, Harley was okay from the building, by the way. She, she just narrowly made it out. Bloodsport's like, oh, fuck, I don't have any more secret guns on me. Starfish speaks through an old woman. Is She like, <laughs> speaks really weird. Uh rat catcher then summons basically every single rat in the country or the city to take down this this starfish. And it's a lot of fucking rats. They come up and they start chewing at it like rats do. At this part, Harley Quinn climbs up back on top of where she was and she's able to jump into the fucking eye. Well, there's a flashback of Ratcatcher talking to her dad on top of this building. It's supposed to be like the sweet moment, I guess it is, whatever. She's all like,
3: I love you, dad. I'm being a hero now.
1: Harley jumps into the eye of this fucking thing. This part actually surprised me because I thought she was going to stab it, and then all of a sudden she's like swimming in it, and I was like, oh, that's right, eyes are water. That's- Same. So she goes in, and it's actually this really cool, it's a beautifully shot sequence with the light, and it's, it's definitely CGI, but... It's shot beautifully like she's in water, but these rats start coming in swimming around her and they start eating all of the nerves inside the eye. And then from behind the eye, they actually break through and start eating the fucking brain of this thing. We cut to back outside where Bloodsport's like, oh, okay, thank God all the rats are gone. He starts to get up. The starfish like wobbling. It's got all this blood loose in its eye. It's like watery. It dies. Harley Quinn climbs out of the eye and gives a thumbs up. This is when we cut to Bloodsport's daughter is watching the news and she says, oh, my God, that's my dad. My dad's a hero. That's my dad. She starts teary eyed. She's no longer embarrassed to have him as her dad. Ratcatcher's all sad that uh, Polka Dot Man died because she has feelings unlike everyone else. Waller's awake and she's icing her head and she's on the phone with Bloodsport, who's like, here's the deal. You're going to let us all go free or we're going to release this to the press. Basically, you let us go away and let us live, and this will stay hidden on a hard drive. Otherwise, you're all fucked. And she agrees to it, and she says, I told you I'd make a leader out of you. Yeah, then King Shark walks up, Ratcatcher runs over, gives him a big hug, and this is actually kind of a nice moment, because this is when King Shark's like, he really does have a friend. I like how they wrote King Shark in this, or whatever they named him, because they actually made me feel for him. Like, when he got left alone by Peacemaker, I was like... He got left alone again. He just wants a friend. (laughs) That's what I said, too. I genuinely felt bad. And then he found those fish things. I was like, he found friends. Look at him. And then they turned on him. Poor guy. Anyway, Harley Quinn and uh, Bloodsport are talking about some shit. It's probably unimportant. And then they all start walking away. And they get picked up. And then they're in the bird, the helicopter. And uh, Ratcatcher's rat climbs up onto... Bloodsport's knee and, like, you know, makes itself comfy. And he's like, all right, he's tense, but he lets the rat do it. And then he slowly, slowly pets the rat. He's, like, super tense. I don't remember this part. The Suicide Squad. Don't do the post-credits. Roll. Why not?
3: Everybody waits for the post-credits, bro. You can't can't just...
1: So, hold on, let me get to it. So, The Suicide Squad, it looks like credits are about to roll, but... We cut to Weasel. He coughs up some water. He's actually fucking alive. And he just kind of gets up and runs away awkwardly. Really weirdly funny. And then the credits roll. And then if you wait till all the way at the very, very end of the credits, you get the post-credits scene that you learn that... <laughs>
2: <laughs> or you could just say... No, "Don't Release
3: the post-credits, bro.
0: sky again so I'm getting high again take another hit to the diaphragm i never drew the diagram how to deal with this shit so i and again Whoa.
1: why we just described the entire movie and we're gonna leave out a one minute because clip
3: you, you don't understand how comic book fans are about their movies they we already 90 percent know what's happening in the movie the post credits right. is what sets up what's next
2: we finally did a movie that was good for the first time, I think, this month.
3: And it only took an hour.
2: Well, that, yeah, that's because we didn't shit on
1: the movie for like three hours. That's, that's because we didn't keep interrupting and going, but let's talk about how bad that was. Mm-hmm. But also, can we just can we just appreciate that the dude got shot through the neck and bled out and somehow still lived? And that's two movies in a row, basically. Well, there was one in between. That someone bled out and survived.
3: I mean, getting shot through the you neck is a little bit
1: more. Yeah, yeah, I can buy into this one a little bit more, but I just thought it was weird. I was like, that's a weird coincidence. And you gotta
3: think his, his bullets were itty bitty. It was so, very
1: tiny, but that was a lot of blood that was coming out of him. And that would choke you too. You'd be like,
3: oh. yeah, it'd fill your lungs pretty quick. Yeah. But who who's to say somebody wasn't right there to save him after the cameras weren't on him?
1: But the building did fall. It it did, and he survived in the rubble somehow. Maybe there's more to him than we know. Maybe he got the
3: super serum, the Captain America super soldier serum. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that now because tr- we arms. Time, can I say this is the one and only DC film that I've loved top to bottom? What? The,
1: Justice
3: Only League 1 Dark Knight I, extended I, I liked Justice edition League, but I, I wouldn't say I loved all no, four
2: the hours. Knight? Yeah, the Dark Knight. I
3: I I love the Dark Knight, don't get me wrong, but I don't like him as Batman. I've been okay. saying that from the jump.
1: What I do about... like... you on that. But I can watch the Dark Knight over and over and over again just no, because of no. the
3: Joker. I can too, but because there's something I didn't love, I can't say I loved it from top to bottom.
1: Well, you didn't love the sex scene in this, so you didn't love it from top to bottom. Ah, top. yeah, see, there was No, no, I didn't love part.
3: the sex scene, but I loved watching him die. So something good came from it.
1: How so, you feel for DC I, is how I
2: feel for Marvel. <laughs> yeah, this is the first one. That That's how Thor Ragnarok was for me. I was like, wow, this is... This is a Marvel movie that there's nothing in it that I actually find boring. So I, I respect it. I'll accept it. All right, Marvel fan, why don't you go first?
3: This movie was lit, man. Top to bottom. Like I said, I loved it. Top to bottom. Um, It's very surprising, shocking. You got good death scenes. It's It's comedy, but not corny comedy. It's just a good movie overall, man. And... Nine out of ten for me, nine out of ten and it would have been a, it would have probably been a ten out of ten if not for the meaningless character, but they made up for it with the shocking like oh fuck he just died right then and there so I mean I see why they did it, but nine out of ten
2: yeah i'm the big i'm I'm a big d c fan I love d c read the d c comics, and I love that they put King Shark in it. Because I'm used to King Shark, as I said, I read the new 52 Suicide Squad, and he's a big part of that.
3: Is he stupid in that, too?
2: He's stupid in a lot of his things, but he's more menacing in the comics. Like, far more menacing. Now, I did have some issues. I didn't like that they killed Captain Boomerang. (laughs) That's just a personal thing. Or Rick Flagg. I didn't like that either. And then that, yeah, romance scene that didn't need to be in there. So, minus all those three things, the movie was damn near perfect um but i did like that in this suicide squad it really felt like a suicide squad not like the other suicide squad where 90 percent of the suicide squad survives and in this one you're like oh sh-. they started out right away once boomerang dies you're like fuck who's gonna die next the only one you knew was safe was harley quinn because they're not gonna kill off harley they're just not gonna do it that's like killing off batman it's just not gonna happen so i was very pleased with the fact that it actually felt like an actual Suicide Squad. Because everyone had the opportunity to die in this movie. So, just because those three things that, <laughs> two of them are personal, one of them was just very pointless. I'd say a 9.7 out of 10. Really, the romance
1: scenes what kept it from a 10 out of 10 for me as well. You know what's weird is when you started talking, I was like, okay, he said three things he didn't like. I guess you could say he would say a 9.7 because 0.1 for each thing. That's really (laughs)
2: why I did it.
1: I knew it. Yeah, so I didn't really know what to expect. I was just excited because I didn't hate the first Suicide Squad movie because I'm not like a huge comic book nerd fan. Like I didn't read them at all. And I thought Jared Leto did a good job for what he had. So I didn't hate that movie necessarily. I thought it could have been better, but... This one was just fun. Like, I don't know, it just started off shocking as fuck. Two minutes into the movie, I literally text Tyler saying, no fucking way did they just kill off this character that I thought was going to be the funniest character in the entire fucking movie. Like, and then they kill Pete Davidson's character, like, right the fuck away. Michael Rooker, the German dude, and, you know, the whole squad, basically. And yeah, my only complaint was the... The poor, the boring ass Harley Quinn part, which honestly lasted like five, ten minutes. It wasn't that long, but it it felt longer than it was. So I would give this movie eight point seven only because I've given something a really low score before and then had to change it. So I like something could be better. Damn, I was hoping we get three nines. So did
2: I. We've never done that before. I think he's holding out on us a little bit. I think I think so, too. But I also love the other Suicide Squad, too. But
1: I really love this No, I don't think I'm holding out because, like I said, as someone who's not a fan of the comics, I saw the trailers and saw that cast and the type of character they're going to play. So I'm still a little bit pissed off that I didn't get to see a lot of these people play these characters. That's fair. I follow Flula. Sorry. Yeah, I follow
2: Flula Flula on Instagram, who was the German guy. And I've followed him for years, and he finally got this role. And you could watch him as he was like bulking up like he got huge and so i thought he was gonna be a main part of this movie and then he died right away i was like this dude got jacked for months for months took time away from youtube everything to play like a five minute role like uh, one first of all i'm sure that's gonna explode his career which is awesome because he's an amazing comedian but two the other thing i want to say is a huge thank you to the weak heart that went out of his way to find James Gunn's tweets from 10 years ago to get him fired from Disney because at first I was like, <laughs> fuck you. But now I'm like, you are the hero that DC needed and the hero it deserved because look what and, just happened. And Disney rehired him. Yeah, this is what happens if or, Marvel and DC Guardians had a galaxy? baby. This movie yeah. is the baby. And yeah, they did rehire him. And now DC, or, no one else uh, could do uh, Warner Bros. wants to listen hire him too.
3: All I have to say now
2: is DC
3: movies have a, a new standard. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. compared to this one, every single movie you guys have done has been garbage, including the Zack Snyder. No. If you put them next to each other, it, it they're not even close.
2: I disagree. Yeah, they're not.
3: So if you guys go back to making garbage-ass films after this one, you're going to piss a lot of people off, because this is the oh, new standard. Yeah. This is what we're going to expect from DC from here on out. And Sometimes it
1: takes it. a villain to create a hero. Always right. takes a villain to make a hero, because without a villain, well. you wouldn't need a hero. No, it's not there, like an it evil, doesn't always like, take genius. a villain. It doesn't oh. always take a villain to create a hero. Tyler, name a moment where... It All right, you it then you could them. say... I
3: just did. Okay, say an accidental...
1: Nope. Ac- okay, the accidental fire. The fire itself is the villain. It the accident survive. itself is the vision, It is the villain, not the people... But it takes some sort of. Villain. It takes a bad incident.
3: You can't call it a villain.
1: I would. It doesn't necessarily. Bad incident You're dramatic as fuck, though. Broad enough. I'm very incident. Stubbing my toe is a bad incident, but it doesn't require a hero. No, but you would be very grateful if somebody was there with an ice pack <laughs> waiting
0: for
2: it. <laughs> I would be. I okay. would be like, right. thank you. <laughs> Welcome to Mike's IMDb Rotten Tomatoes Corner. So the rules of the IMDb Rotten Tomatoes box office corner is two points for a spot-on guess. One point if you're the closest. Zero points if you get it wrong. I want to see if the Fear Street trilogy ruined uh, your guessing abilities. So, 100%. Mac, Mac IMDb rating.
1: I'm going to go with mine,
2: 8.7. You no, know, damn it, can I change? What'd you say, 9.2? Yeah. Okay, Tyler.
1: I was just going to say
3: what I said from the get go, which is a nine. So I'm still doing that.
2: So it's a 7.7. 7. Mac, you should have kept it. <laughs> <laughs> that is an extremely high rating for IMDb, especially for DC and just mar- her hero movies in general. Yeah, but low for James Gunn. Yeah, but for a hero movie, it's pretty high. Dude, Guardians ex- definitely in the eights. I don't know. Well, there's less DC fans than Marvel fans. I don't know. It's still
1: high for DC. Guardians of the Galaxy was.
2: You know what? I bet it is. I bet a lot of people were
3: comparing it to the first one still, and they were like, "Well, that character's different and things like that." But
2: it, they didn't realize that they were all different, like, minus Boomerang, it's... Quinn, and and
3: Flag. Exactly. But that's it's... enough. That's enough of a of a transfer over for people to be like, "Oh, okay." So, I hate saying, non-comic saying, book fans. You know, they're the worst.
2: That's just a guess. All right. Tyler, Rotten Tomatoes, critic rating.
3: Certified fresh,
2: 87%.
1: Mac, certified fresh, 82%.
2: You both got certified fresh, right? Uh, okay. It's not a shocker. Uh,
1: 92%. Critics oh. redeem themselves. Woo! So my fucking IMDb score was. Yeah. <laughs> Audience rating. Go That's ahead, Mac. My shows. Go ahead, Mac. 78%.
2: Go ahead, Tyler. 82%. (laughs) I swear to God, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you both got fresh, right? 85%. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: the strategy I'm using from now on.
2: Hey, but good news, good news. I got a budget and a box office this week. Uh. All right. So, here we go. Now, guys, keep in mind that the Buster success rate for this movie at this moment is what it has made so far. Uh, Tyler, the budget Buster
1: success 87 million bust. Mac 100 million bust. It's 175
2: million. And it was a success. No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It is a bust. (laughs) Uh, At the moment, (laughs) in its first. Two days of being out, it is a bust, or first three days of being out, it is a bust, and that's only because that's only because most people are watching it from home. I didn't get the numbers for the viewer count yet, um, but it's made 72.2 million
1: in three days. So, well, I think it was released if it was in theaters only, it would definitely be number one in the box office. By would have been a success already, yeah, it it would be huge, yeah
0: life doesn't work out like in the movies usually not but every once in a while you get a movie moment
1: so okay the one thing i wanted to talk about was the helmet scene that rotating shot around uh peacemaker's helmet where you could see the fight now i thought about this a lot right so that fight had to be choreographed in a way obviously there was some cgi work there because you don't see the camera so you have to take that into account but it's also very seamless and flawless you don't even think about that when you're watching it you're just thinking oh, wow, this is really cool. How did they time up the fight with the camera and the angle? How did they know how to do that perfectly? Which, I don't know how in the fuck they did it. But it's fucking awesome. It is really fucking cool. And another thing I want to talk about is the way that this movie used title cards. It didn't fucking have title cards. It used elements in the scene to kind of intro the movie with the, you know, Warner Bros. Presents thing. And then it would have... Like after the uh the accident with the Humvee and everything, and I had the smoke rising up, it was like Operation uh Jollheim or whatever it was, and I was like, wait, we gotta do something first. And then it was Operation Harley. They used elements in the scene to convey information instead of just putting fucking text. It was very comic uh, book, I which I love. love. Also, just the way that the marketing for this movie I have to talk about, too, because the way that they made it seem with the roll call trailer that they released was it's going to have this massive cast. And then it was the greatest. I forgot the phrase bait and switch. Greatest bait and switch ever, because you see this one suicide squad roll out. And it's almost like James Wan was saying, this is what the other one we're talking about, like the other one, the first one right now going to kill that. one." Yeah, you said James Wan yeah james gunn i think it was because he wanted to that's why i said that it's like that first scene takes your expectations and just fucks them right in the butthole starfish is a slang term for a butthole i think there's any connection yeah anyway the marketing making you think it's gonna have this huge cast the whole time and it opens with the distraction squad which in and of itself is a a funny title because was, it's not only is distracting in the movie, but distracting us as I was well about
3: to say that, like the marketing team literally used Amanda Waller's strategy.
1: Yeah, they literally did that.
3: And they put it right in front of our face. Like after she was like the yep. distraction team, like that's definitely them going, <laughs>
1: fuckers. Like, exactly. Like the whole, di- as soon as they said, distraction team, I went that whole fucking thing. All the trailers did not really focus on any of these characters. The main ones. It focused on all the ones that died super quick. It was amazing.
3: For real, <laughs> that's though. It. That helmet yeah. scene,
1: when you said you don't think about, like, the camera...
3: I'm not going to lie. I mean, it was like, where's the fucking camera? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I did that. I was, I was like, that, that was
2: see there. But like, you're
1: also in film. Like, if you just watch this as a fan, not a filmmaker, you're going to be like, oh, wow, that's really cool. And then later think, how did they do that?
2: Yeah, I watched but it as a it's fan. It's
1: probably just... Like CGI the fight scene onto this like fake helmet or some shit. you want to
3: know the best marketing plan right now? The new Spider Man movie. They came out and said they're not releasing a trailer.
2: Oh really? Oh, those assholes.
0: <laughs>
3: oh that's awesome. That is
1: brilliant. You have to go see the movie to know anything about it. Yeah. That and opening week is still gonna make insane. a shit ton of money. Oh movies my like that God. can
2: do shit like that.
1: Yeah, I, or to be at the level where you can say, I'm just going to release a movie and know that people are going to go see it. It's not even on the director, it's just on the studio, not, but still. Not,
3: not just that, you can say, I'm not going to release a trailer and I'm going to have a bigger
2: opening weekend because of it. I mean, it's built off of a rock already, so if you have that rock, you can build on top of that rock and not need plans.
3: This is the first time that's happened. That's genius. Like, just yeah, but... Your marketing team's like... Probably over there, like fucking stressing, like this it's fucking it's trailer. And then one and other then instance, big Kevin Feige walks in. He's just like, "Hey guys, no trailer."
1: One other movie did this, right? Cloverfield, the Cloverfield paradox. When it released its trailer, and then released the movie at the exact same time on Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. Right when it showed the trailer on TV is when it went up on Netflix. Damn. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Which I I remember seeing that and like almost shitting my pants because I fucking love those movies. But
3: imagine, you know
1: how, like, music artists shock drop albums sometimes. You're like, I
3: didn't even know that was coming out. Mm -hmm. Imagine that with a movie with, like, big names, dude. That would be so cool. Like, your, your first opening weekend would probably be a little slow. But after that, money bags.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's literally what this Cloverfield movie did, except Netflix. Because no one even knew they were making it. Yeah, see, that's genius. Yeah, they just announced that it was made and uploaded it at the same time
3: are there big names in that movie um there's a couple but i wouldn't say bris
2: o'dowd i'm saying like john cena and like
3: yeah if if you
2: have somebody like that big in a movie that nobody knew
3: was coming out
2: well did you ever see the movie seven with morgan freeman and brad pitt no one knew kevin spacey was going to be in the movie until you went to see the movie they even kept him off of imdb no one had any idea, and Kevin Spacey is, like, a big part of that movie.
0: Oh, yeah? Tyler, no! Tyler! No! Tyler, you get in here right now!
2: Fun facts with T-Sizzle, T-Pain, oh, T-Diddy. Okay, thanks, man.
3: I forgot this was a thing. t Nichol. Uh, James Gunn said that the Suicide Squad is the most fun he's had making a film, which he attributed to prioritizing creativity over perfectionism, being in the best place mentally and emotionally, having stupendous cast and crew and supportive studio. He said Warner Bros. didn't interfere with his vision at all and only gave a few minor notes. I feel like saying... They prioritized creativity over perfectionism was a shot at somebody.
2: Yeah, but also the studios, when they get involved, they ruin everything. So this is just a lesson to be learned. Joel Kinnaman. Do we know that name? Yeah, he played Captain Boomerang. It's Joel something. He said the film. No,
1: he didn't. Joel Kinnaman played Rick Flagg. Jai Courtney played Captain Boomerang. That's but... it. Jai but... Courtney. Thank you. Thank you for clearing up the air.
3: Joel. Is it Joel or Joelle? It's Joel? It's Joel. Joel. <laughs> I feel like it should be spelled differently. Joel Kinnaman said the film was an opportunity to give his character a blank slate and said Flag was sillier, less jaded, more naive, and funnier compared to his portrayal in the first Suicide Squad movie. Literally night and day. The one thing I noticed that I liked. His character was far more enjoyable. 100%. Good job, Joel. Idris Elba was initially hired to replace Will Smith as uh, Floyd Lawton, uh, Deadshot, but it was later decided that Elba would play a new character to allow Smith to return as Deadshot in the future.
2: That would be awesome.
3: the The three of them—you got Peacemaker, Bloodsport, and Deadshot all, all on the same screen together—that would that would be huge. You know, I actually thought when I was watching this, I was like, I thought it was supposed to be Deadshot. I had that thought in there. but
1: I did, too. It went like this. I was like, wait a minute. Is that supposed to be Deadshot?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I had that. James Gunn describes the film as a 1970s war movie action comedy. I I get it.
1: A little bit better cinematography, but yeah. Uh, James Gunn
3: wanted Dave Bautista to play Peacemaker, but Bautista turned it down to play lead role in Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead.
1: We did Honestly, talk about that in the last. Yeah, I, I like that. It would have been. Mean, yeah, definitely. He would have been good in that. either role. He would have been good in either role, though. Both were but great. Movies. I was thinking if you put John Cena in Army of the Dead, it wouldn't have worked as well. Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. No, but you could put uh, Bautista in as Peacemaker, and it would work.
3: Margot. Margot Robbie.
0: Margot Robbie.
3: Yum. (laughs) For real. Uh, She said she would play Harley Quinn for as long as possible, um, as she loved playing her uh, in all of the movies so far. Um, Margot, uh, they all suck except for this one. And it's not your fault. Uh, John Cena described Peacemaker as douchebag Captain America. Better than Captain America. Uh, James Gunn really wanted Ratcatcher uh, 2, because Ratcatcher 1 died, uh, to be the heart of the film. And my good sir, you did succeed. I don't know what all you changed from like the beginning right up at the beginning to what you had at the end. It worked, brother. The suicide Squad... The first one, comic writer John Orstrander plays Dr. Fitzgibbon in the film. James Gunn majorly used practical VFX in this film. He found it a relief after working on the CGI-heavy Guardians of the Galaxy film. The actor Nathan Fillion, TDK, his home city of Edmonton, uh, in Canada, officially renamed their city hall to the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion.
0: <laughs> How did I get that right the first time? Holy shit! <laughs> Nathan
1: Fillion Civilian Pavilion? <laughs> yeah!
2: That that was the one I was about to take out Ladies until now.
1: Canada. <laughs> I think you should end on that one, because that was great. <laughs> I was also really excited that he was going to be in this movie. Yeah, I was too. So that was The
2: Suicide Squad on HBO Max. You guys have the choice. Uh, Since Fear Street was such a downer, I've seen a lot of bad things about Tomorrow War. So I don't know. Do you guys want to do that or A Quiet Place 2?
3: I liked the Tomorrow War.
1: You already watched it? I watched it as soon as it came out.
2: Yeah, he did it like
1: that day. But I, I mean, it, you, it's kind of you're corny the one who's was. seen it. Should we do that then? Do you think it would be fun to cover
3: compared to what? What would the other option be?
1: A, A quiet, quiet place, place too, to where literally people are have to be quiet the whole time. So how the fuck are we going to describe that? And then, I don't know. I still want to do that movie. I mean, don't we don't have
2: to do that movie. I can just watch that movie on my own. No, we could still do it. I just whisper, whisper, What? whisper. Yeah, it's quiet. Are you telling me you want to, go to A Quiet Place
1: too? Mike know. would die Within the first five minutes of an alien Invasion. I really be would it? It, My fart <laughs> would away! Like, me away
3: Dude, any type of murderer Be anywhere near I'm going as far away from Mike as possible Because I know that's where the noise is gonna be <laughs> He'll be like Guys Guys
2: <laughs> Mike, whisper I am whispering <laughs> You're not whispering
1: this is how we whisper.
0: My voice doesn't get any quieter than this. I'm telling you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and don't fucking talk well, at all ever.
1: So what have we decided on? Because he's seeing Tomorrow War, so if he thinks it'll be I fun mean, to cover,
3: I want to see a quiet. I I know for a fact a quiet place too would be better than the Tomorrow War. Really?
1: So then let's do that. I just so don't a quiet have a place too. I I'm gonna give how you much, guys my. Login. How much is
2: it? It's like one-time payment of sixty bucks with commercials, but the only commercials are if you watch live TV. But I'm not even kidding. I've had it for since it released, not a single commercial
1: yet, and I've used it nonstop. Since that now we're gonna go watch this and have commercials every five I minutes. I swear to God,
2: Paramount Plus. I swear to fucking God,
1: <laughs> if you start adding commercials, I will find you. It's I gonna take us down four and a half hours to watch the movie because oh. every two minutes there's one minute of ad. Well, right. Right. So, a Quiet Place 2, we will be covering next week. So nerding out with the podcast, and then you got to
2: people. All right. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, rate us five stars on Apple Pods, share the pod, help us out. It'll be great. We're going to do A Quiet Place 2 on Paramount+. Plus. This will be the first non-HBO Max slash Netflix slash Hulu we've done. Slash Prime. Yeah. Slash Prime, yeah. Prime slash Prime. Peacock. So this is the slash first. Peacock. This is new. I do like. what do we do on Peacock? Um, and, and at World's End, and Tubi. Yeah. Oh, and Tubi. Shout out to Tubi TV. Um, but Paramount Plus. <laughs> Quiet I, Place Two. I'm gonna prep myself my work by rewatching A Quiet Place and ball my eyes out at the end, and then that'll prep me for any emotional stuff in A Quiet Place Two.
1: I don't think anything can be worse than having to go through that again. Yeah. Maybe watching yeah. Midsummer.
2: You could sit through 1666 there nothing, again.
1: There was nothing emotional about, about Midsummer. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to.
2: Nobody <laughs> wants to watch 16... Please don't make me. Please don't
1: make me. Stop it. I'll, I'll, be good. I'll be good.
2: The people who have listened to it, especially at my work, they go, thanks for telling us about that movie. Well, I'm not going to go in. I'm going to skip the first hour. You probably should. Skip the first hour and 20 minutes of 1666. You'll thank us
1: later. Or just, like, don't watch it and just listen to our pod. Yeah, it honestly the pod, the pod was twenty more times entertaining. better. Yeah, yeah, it was
2: far more entertaining than watching that movie. And and we tell you how, how
3: Hi, it goes. Yaw. I'm gonna go make some grub. All yeah, right. my oven love.
1: preheating. So I love you guys so much. You have hey, no idea. Should we shoot hey, for no, Tuesday? Love me too. God damn it. What are we watching? I love you too. A Quiet Place oh, Two. Out Movies.
3: What does TGK stand for? What? Your
2: name is TDK, correct? Yeah. And it stands for what? Stands for me. That's what a name is. Your name is letters? All names are letters, dickhead. It,
0: is this thing a dog?
2: A, a dog? Yes. What? What kind of dog do you think it is, mate? I don't know. I'm not familiar with all the breeds. I'm going to go with Afghan hound. just when is when an Afghan hound, yeah, their bloody
0: thumbs. Oh my god, is it a werewolf? Yo, they sent me into a werewolf? That's not right. Yo, let me out. I do not fuck a werewolf, bro. <laughs> TDK is the detachable kid? What the fuck? I didn't pick the damn team. <laughs> You're laughing at me, for, man. Why the fuck are you in your underwear? Tighty whities? Really? Now, that's just racist. No, it's not. Why did my people not alert me of your arrival? We didn't see any people. Yeah,
1: I didn't see anybody. Yeah. Right. So there's they no one out there. On yeah. really? I turned them into my mother right. in my head and killed them.
0: He has been with us the whole time! Somebody named Milton has been with us the whole time? Yes! I don't think so. I think I would have noticed if a guy named Milton's been with us. It's, it's not a very common name. I don't think I've ever even met Milton. Are you messing around right now? He was a really nice guy, and he sacrificed himself to help us. And now look at him! He's dead. Oh, that guy! Milton! Milton. Nerd. You're a fuckin' nerd. Point it's You're nerd. A Ner- and no one likes you. You're a nerd, you're yeah, nerd. And you're no a nerd, one it likes you. Suck each other's dicks. Whoa! You, what?
1: Let's. Uh... I'm sorry. Obviously not the direction of the song, right? Totally misread that song. My apologies.
0: You fucking nerd
1: with your nerd hair.